And if anybody step in my way, it goes down I'm down, I rock for my browns And if anybody step in the way, it goes down Welcome, all you beautiful people To another episode of Down with the Browns Let's go, baby! How we feeling today? How we feeling? Great Alive and well So some big announcements um recently um down with the browns and ed and columbus have mutually agreed to part ways um he has taken time to step down and spend time with his family and he thanks for thanks us for his time with down with the browns and we thank him for his time with down with the browns uh thank you ed for everything and uh go browns uh browns Go Browns, baby. But we got a new host in the house. Yes, sir. Our boy, Matty G. What is up, Matty guys? G. What's up? What's up? How we doing? Hey, I'm feeling alive right now, brother. Can't wait to join this awesome podcast you guys going on. I can tell you, I am for sure down with the Browns for as long as I'm alive. Let's down go. with the Browns. Let's, Let's get, get it, baby. baby. Whoa. Do you guys smell that? I smell that. I smell something. Oh, man. I think that's... <gasps> what the buffalo heard? <laughs> this is Mac with what the buffalo has heard. Video emerged today with Aaron Donald swinging helmets in a fight. An NFL, an NFL spokesperson yawned out, it's not the Browns and it's not Miles Garrett, so therefore we don't give up. <laughs> the team announced today, legendary left tackle and future Hall of Famer. Joe Thomas will be inducted into the team's legends program during the home opener week and in, in week two. Hopefully the six-time first team all pro doesn't bring his mother, considering mm. that Zach the Cougar Whisperer Wilson and the New York Jets will be in town. <laughs> On Saturday, the Browns will close out their preseason facing the Chicago Bears. QB Justin Fields was asked about last year's four and a half sack performance by Miles Garrett week three. He responded with, I'm still working through it in therapy. <laughs> Lastly, the NFL announced Art Modell has been eliminated from contention for induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The league issued a statement saying, we refuse to let poverty-stricken and incompetent owners into our hall. It's bad enough we have to deal with Dan Schneider. This is Mac with what the <laughs> Buffaloes heard. Let's go. Let's get it. I, 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 that is awesome. I totally forgot about the Art Modell stuff not getting in. I, that is so satisfying. Oh, for so, oh, it was – it was honestly there's there's few things that I that I would say you, you know you could play on a loop and it just brings absolute just tears of joy to my face. This isn't sweat. This is tears of joy. I promise. Um, you know I put that up with uh, you, you know the Browns opening their the fridges in uh, 2018, uh, the playoff win in Pittsburgh, um, and then as well as uh, Baker Mayfield, you, you know, giving giving crap back to Tony Grossi. So. You know, definitely top five, top five moments here in Browns fandom. That's awesome. Hey, Josh. Hey. Hey, oh, we're down with the Browns. What's up, Josh? How we doing? How we doing? Oh, <laughs> Jeff said, KFC, Maddie, Mac, and Jacoby. What a group. 
I forgot we got Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett live in person, baby. Hey, you, you know, what's, you know what's crazy though? There, there's a similarity. We got to put up. We got to put it side by side because it's, it's legitimate. Like there is some comparison. There really is. We do. Did you really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah you tweeted yeah. it out. Yeah, everybody go. Everybody go to 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 at KFC Christian underscore to look at that comparison between me and Jacoby Brissett because it's very accurate. In oh, my dude, opinion. it is. Man, that is awesome. Oh, that is oh, that is awesome. All right, all right, oh, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, listeners everywhere. Down with the Browns is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. I want to tell you guys about the easiest way to get some action in the NFL, and everybody knows I love my stats. It's Underdog Fantasy and their Pick'em game. Just pick over or under your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your Pick'em slip, get every pick right, and take home some cold, hard cash. Use the code 216 and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by underdog that is underdog fantasy and uh, down with the browns is repping underdog fantasy over on this side that's for sure underdog and what does that mean so yeah free money free what? money free money use what? the code use the that code money. use the code free money that is what? free money Mac, i can't hear you say a little free, bit louder free money free money Mac is so excited his, his his hazard lights are on he's so excited absolutely <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a serious problem wrong with my car. Um, that is my hazard lights and will be treated as such. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love it so. oh and you know what else? Network 216 is sponsored by? Homage. Homage. One of the greatest clothing brands out there. Guys, get oh, your man. merch. Hop online. Use the, oh, We're, we're going to have some links for you guys. We're going to be tweeting them out. So stay tuned oh, to yeah, Network 216. Sure. For the links as well. I mean, you can wear homage anywhere. Literally anywhere. Anywhere. You can wear it to church. You can wear it to a wedding. It can be your tuxedo. Okay. Yeah, it could. It could. That's fact. Going to the local sporting event, any Cleveland sporting event, any sporting event, you can get any team. Don't matter if you're down with the Browns. It stays on at all times. Shower. Uh, at work. And even other times. <laughs> Honestly, even honestly, when you're doing I, the horizontal electric slide, you know, yeah, the horizontal electric it stays on at all times. <laughs> that is, I've heard their shirts are extremely, extremely comfortable. So, yeah. uh, my wife, I, I, I regret to reform everyone, but I will be buying some Steelers merch for my wife. Honestly, I really like, didn't even. All right. Um, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> Manny's banned. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah jeff says I'm, maddie g where is it with all all his women and it's a ton let's go <laughs> he also uh, says ben jacoby oh, year, baby. That's awesome. That's awesome. all right guys so on, on that note i gotta go have a great show everybody go browns and go browns. once again excited to have maddie g on the pod here and a part of our group big things to come baby go browns Go Browns, baby. Go Browns, go Browns. And now he's off to the slaughterhouse to make buffalo jerky. Buffalo jerky. <laughs> hey, I got, I, I got, I guys, honestly, I want to start it off 
with a question really quickly because I'm very, very intrigued about what's going on with the Cleveland Browns roster. Obviously, they have to cut down uh, to 53-man roster. They're at about about 79, 80. So, so they really have to do some work right now. I want to know what are some of the names that you guys are thinking about um, that are kind of on the hot seat to potentially be cut because I know we talked about a couple of last episode. Matty G, I want to hear from you. I want to hear some ideas, uh, some of the names that you're thinking about. So uh, throw some names out there just for the listeners who, in your opinion, who might not make this roster. This is a tough question because I think, like, looking forward, like, a guy, like, I was convinced who was not going to make the roster going into camp was uh, Demetric Felton because of mm. Jakeem Grant. The Jakeem Grant injury, I think you have to keep him because of that, because of just his pure explosiveness. Because outside of Anthony Schwartz, who we really haven't gotten to see this alleged explosiveness from an Olympic-class Olympic class sprinter, your only explosive guy is Demetric Felton. A guy I really actually can see getting cut is Sione Takitaki. I don't know why mm. kind of falling out of favor with the coaching staff. And I know Jeff just put that in the co- in the comments about Winovich getting cut. I actually don't think so. I would look to see the Browns keep an extra edge in one last guy in the linebacking room. It's been shown that Andrew Berry does not value that linebacking room and heavily values edge. And remember at the university of Michigan, Chase Winovich was not an edge defender. He was an outside linebacker. So mm-hmm. he had some experience playing linebacker. So I'd be much more surprised to see Winovich cut if it means keeping Taki Taki. Okay. Uh, so Josh the Catholic just said, I'm terrified Perrion gets cut, but it depends on our last preseason game. Uh, He's safe I, I, th- I think Perrion's safe. He's, he yeah. got drafted. He was like our third, fourth pick. I think he's safe. Um, but I, think, your, I think he's safe as well. Yeah, yeah but to your – question Manny I think the shocking cut well actually I don't think it's gonna be a cut I think it's gonna be a trade and I think that is Dearness Johnson mm. I think he's the odd man out I think his value you can get at least a decent receiver for him um, I've heard a lot of trade talks about us with the Eagles yeah, for either uh, Jalen Rager or Quest Watkins so I could see that happening, but if I had to, if I had to go cut, uh, man, this this kind of hurts hurts me to say, but I could, I could see Winno. Like it hurts mm. me to say that, but I could see that. I think I honestly, I, I think I'm looking at that wide receiver room a little bit, and I want to touch on the trade that you were talking about because Dearness Johnson, in my mind, uh, one of the things that I thought about was Dearness Johnson to the New York Jets for a potentially third and Denzel Mims because it just released uh, about from Adam Scheffner uh, and Ian Rappaport about maybe 10 minutes before we even went live that Denzel requested Mims a wants a, yeah, requested a trade from the New York Jets. Uh, he's oh, just, he's just not that. happy. That, yeah, so he's 24 years old, wide receiver, 6'3", big body kind of guy. Didn't get a lot of playing time last year because of hamstring injuries. Um and I, I think that it's it's going to be really interesting just to see exactly how the wide receiver room moves forward. And I think this is an opportunity for the Cleveland Browns to say, hey, you know, we don't know exactly when Mike Woods is coming back. Uh, uh, you know, if they're going to be put on the IR list, we don't exactly know. Uh, Javon right. Wims looks pretty good, but he might be a cut, I think. But again, it's so up in the air for this wide receiver room. Why don't you get somebody in there? Honestly, I think they signed Dearness Johnson in the first place for trade bait later on in the season, to be completely honest with you. Um, so I think that this is a perfect opportunity to get some compensation back for him and let him bud, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's that's what I think. But 
uh, I think it's going to be a big trade uh, happening pretty soon uh, or a kind of an acquisition just before the season starts. I think there's some uh, other moves that are going to be made for sure. Yeah. I have a, as we're talking about running backs and all that type of stuff, I think a really intriguing team that we're not talking about in uh-huh. terms of a running back trade, I think you got to go out to Chicago. If you look, mm. you don't have any running game. Like David Montgomery's been very inconsistent, and Matt Eberflus is injuries a, too. Is a very very old school coach. Dearness would really fit there. Mm-hmm. I don't think in terms of receiver capital, you're not getting anything back from them. There is no receiver outs on the Bears I can really think of that I would be interested on this team. But no. maybe that's a team you could try and get a conditional fourth that would turn into a third, like you would for like like the Duke Johnson trade in 2019. I have yeah. a hard time, Manny, seeing them getting an outright third. I just do because mm-hmm. of the running back position. But I think a conditional fourth that has the chance to become a third-round pick would be your top target. I think the Bears are an underrated team. And another team I'd pay attention to this is the San Francisco 49ers. If Elijah Mitchell is still having those injury issues, that's a team that's looking to compete this year. Yeah. And the Shanahan offense is very much, very much involved in the run game. And Trey Lance is an RPO type of quarterback. Yeah. Which I also saw, I don't know how true the tweet is, but I saw like there's some rumors that the 49ers might cut Trey Sermon. Oh, Ohio State uh, guy. That yeah, would be I don't crazy. I don't know like I don't, if that I don't, has any I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't know exactly why they would, but honestly, Matt, you touch on a great point with the Chicago Bears because after David Montgomery, they really don't have Khalil Herbert. You know, uh, uh, Tristan Ebner. I don't I, like. I, I I don't even know any guys in that. You know, on that roster that could compete. You know what I mean? That's, that that stacks up to a Dearness Johnson. And honestly, I feel really personally, I feel sorry for Dearness Johnson just because he's in such a really good running back room. Yeah, um, he is. So I want to see him get his money. To be completely honest with you, but in terms of wide receivers, it's really dry out there. What do you want, Byron Pringle? You know what I mean? I like again. They just got him from. I think. I think they just got him from uh, Kansas City. So I think that honestly, we're we're kind of in that sticky situation just because we really. I personally believe that's why I still got this old Odell Beckham jersey on. I still think that we need a wide receiver uh, right. on this team to bring in. So Chicago doesn't have anything that really moves the needle for me. No, they don't. Yeah. I mean, we could trade the earnest for a guy that used to play with Watson back in Houston. Mm. Mm. DeAndre Hopkins. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, moving forward, who is one guy that you guys think can make the roster that is like been going in like, okay, he's going to get cut on the 53, but has worked his way through the preseason, through training camp, and you think that they're going to make the 53. Uh, we'll think, start with you, Manny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think it was really a tie for me because I thought about A.J. Green. Uh, and and for me, I I don't know, maybe the acquisition of Martin Emerson really kind of was like, oh, wow, A.J. Green, I don't think he's going to make the roster. But him and uh, Richard LeCount as well have been making some big plays in preseason. Richard LeCount is a I don't know what he's been on. I don't know if he was always this kind of hard-hitting kind of guy, but he definitely jumps out off the screen for me this preseason. Yeah. So oh, yeah. uh, I believe I believe AJ I believe AJ Green is going to be one of those guys that 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 makes the roster for sure. Well, to your point on Richard LeCount, he honestly was a dog at Georgia. The only thing he got in that wreck, he did. 
And that that after that, he wasn't really the same at Georgia, so he kind of slipped. Because, I mean, I, I watched him when he came to Lexington back in uh, 2020. The mm-hmm. dude was everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, it's good to see him kind of getting back to that, like, where he was. I think for me, um, as a guy in the receiver room, Mike Harley Jr., and he's shown some speed. There Definitely he started to get some more reps. I think that with that Jakeem Grant injury, there is definitely a void. And, you know, like Manny had said earlier, we don't know when Mike Woods is going to come back. Yeah, you know, yeah. A hamstring injury, like, that's not something we mess with. Those tend to linger. And that's like the one of the like that's one of those things where it wouldn't shock me to see Mike Woods start out, start out the season on IR, and then we see Mike Harley Jr. in there for the first four or five weeks of the season. I think so. Too. And honestly, what kind of worries me, I think for two people in particular, two players that kind of worry me going back to kind of like being fearful of not making the roster. I just forgot. I had a note here to say. I really hope Johnny Stanton makes the roster because I love yeah. Johnny Stanton. He's a fan favorite for uh, I personally believe, but is he going to? I mean, where exactly is he going to fit? Or is he going to be your you know third kind of over, third and a half kind of tight end situation? Um, and then there's Tommy Togiai as well because again, it's these season after season after season kind of uh, ordeal where it's hey, what exactly are we going to get uh, a player to start budding? And for me, Tommy Togiai, I think last season is a little bit, a little bit of a de- letdown just because of the 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 amount of time he was able to play. So I'm interested to see exactly him budding in this next preseason game versus the Chicago Bears and just being able to solidify his spot on the roster. Yeah. Um, so the guy I think that I kind of thought was going to get a cut that is going to make the 53 is Tony Fields. I think he's oh, going to be that extra. Yeah, I honestly I didn't see him. I even told Dad before the first preseason game. I was like, "Dude, this guy's not making the roster." Like that's mm-hmm. one guy I think. Because like I think he missed a tackle or something early mm-hmm. against Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Get this dude off the field!" Yada yada yada. And dude, he's really impressed me the past two games. So I think if he has a real solid game and against Chicago on Saturday, I think he's a lock. I think I kind of wanted to ask you guys a follow-up question. It's just slowly shifting gears into the quarterback room because, again, it's one of the most important positions in all of sports, if not the most important position mm-hmm. in all sports. So Jacoby Brissett, which I thought that he wasn't going to play at all in the preseason, all of a sudden is a delay start getting, his, getting mm-hmm. some time to play. Uh, You're going to have to stop just, talking in third person, man. It's kind of yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was so concerned. It's like, wait, what's, what's what, what, what just happened? <laughs> but I, the, but, but, yeah, but yes, my, my brother, my twin, uh, 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 Jacoby Brissett, I, I just don't, for me, I think that he's going to get some playing time, which is fantastic, just to get some kind of reps in game, uh, some familiarity uh, with the offense, just in a situation where you have guys who are trying to make a roster spot chasing right. after you. Um, and then seeing Josh Dobbs, uh, I, I think, what are some expectations? Do you think that they're going to go for another quarterback? Because, Matt, I haven't been able to talk to you about this. So uh, do you think that they're going to go for another quarterback later on? Do you think that they're comfortable with what they have for 11 games, um, depending on what they see? Or you know, what if Jacoby Brissett goes out and have a bad outing? What do, what do you think? I think we're going to see patience from Andrew Barry. He's the type of guy who doesn't overreact. I think the name to watch, everyone's been saying, is Jimmy Garoppolo for the main reason being – I think he's going to get cut. Niners right. don't want that cap it. 
And I would be legitimately very surprised if he does get cut if the Browns don't call because he fits in the Stefanski offense pretty solid. The only issue is that because of Jimmy G's lack of mobility, it would have to be a significantly different offense than mm-hmm. from what you would see with Watson. I'm thinking the Jimmy G offense would actually be very similar to what we saw with 2020 Baker. just a little bit more efficient because Jimmy G won't press, won't make those dumb mistakes. That's the thing yeah. about Jimmy. That's the thing about Jimmy G. Like I get that people say like, you know, he's not, he's not going to lead the, the, NFL and passing yards. He's not going to lead the NFL and passing TDs, but he, do you know what he does do? He wins football games. He's 33 and 14 as a starter. I get yeah. you know, like he's been on some solid teams, but at the same time, I don't think I've ever watched a 49ers game where they lost because of Jimmy Garoppolo. And if exactly. you're thinking what this Browns team needs right now, it's stability at the quarterback position. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but to your point on the quarterback room, I don't know if they'll make that call. I think they're fine with Brissett and Dobbs. Yeah. I think that's who they'll roll with. Mm-hmm. And then a week 11, they'll just have three. I think they'll roll with two, unless barring an injury or just flat-out horrible play from both. I think they ride with two till week oh, 11 yeah. or week 13. Oh, yeah. Depending – yeah, because I don't know in an, I don't know another name out there that I would be comfortable with bringing in because, again, I think style of play is very important, and I would like to – be able to have my quarterback somewhat be able to move around the pocket just because again, that offensive line, I don't know. I, I think it's just different, a different dynamic when you have a quarterback that's able to be extremely mobile in the pocket, because again, the offensive line needs to do adjust slightly um, for overall, just somebody who is able to have a ball carrier vision. And I think that it would help out if you bring in somebody who is a little bit more, uh, uh, mobile. I thought, to be honest with you, I thought I was going to be Marcus Mariota just to bring in somebody uh, uh, as a backup who's a little yeah, bit more for mobile. sure. But you know, Atlanta, Atlanta uh, took him up, but obviously that was a, a while ago, and things have changed since then. But, but no, it's it's very interesting to see how this is going to play out because again, I don't know if I'm extremely confident with Josh. It made he made me a little bit more confident in these preseason games because getting your jersey torn or was a t-shirt torn and then rolling yeah. out of the pocket. <laughs> So I was yeah. I was screaming I was pumped about that. But again, I'm still not pumped enough for him to be my number one go to quarterback going into the season. So, oh, what's up, Zach? How we doing? Uh, but yeah, so so it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see exactly if they're confident or not moving in to the season. This this next preseason game is huge. It's very very huge. Oh, it's yeah, huge. absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And. uh so many. Is it that is it that time yet? It's that time for the Maxwell play of the week. Let's get it. And that goes to Martin Emerson, baby. Let's 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 take a little clip of this play. Uh, listen in. Everybody you listen. Ready? In. You ready? Let's do it. Fires at this one is taken away from Tim Jones. Oh, wow. And Beathard's the only one that can oh, save the pick man. six. And they're not going to do it. Martin Emerson Jr. stepped and took the ball away from Tim Jones and took it all the way back for a touchdown. Turnover. And now you face the prospect of going down, trailing the half. Uh, he's just muscling. He just took it away from him. Emerson, their third-round draft choice. Big, lanky guy, long arms, broad shoulders. Just dude. You want you want to talk about you want to talk about a big body? 
You want to talk about a ripping the ball out of somebody's hands? You want to talk about stiffing, stiff arming a human being so hard that their mouthpiece falls out of their mouth and then runs down the field? That's a Mississippi State dog right there. That is, that is a bulldog. That is a that is a dog natural dog. That is that is a beautiful play running right down the field. I absolutely love it. Showing some stamina too, and he's hyped up. He's pumped up. And there's you know what also more important than any of that. It also boosts your confidence a little bit more. As oh, a yeah. rookie coming right into the league preseason, you're ripping out. Like, like I can't even imagine putting myself in his shoes, being able to do that. And then because I'm not as nearly as athletic as he is. But, 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 but being able to do that and just take it back to the house. And now you gain some respect from them veterans. Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney and John, John JJ3 out there chasing you down, pumped up. For the young kid out there, that's great. That's great. I love it. I was pumped up at that. Turn Lost my up. voice. Uh, uh, wasn't able to do that. Wasn't able to do that. That's my actual play of the week. But amazing. Shout out to Martin, Martin Emerson. Let's go, baby. So, uh, moving forward. So, the game is Saturday. Mm-hmm. Who is one guy has to prove it to you on Saturday that they're going to make the roster. Like, they got a ball out to make this roster. I, you know, Josh Josh brought this out already and commented on him. Kind of serious. I, I'm not I, – I would assume it was really, really serious. But Perry on Winfrey. I, I think I want to see a little bit something from – is that is that me being a little selfish? Where's Perry on Winfrey at? No, where, I agree uh, with you, Manny. I agree with you. He's been yeah, – he ain't I, showed up yet. this preseason. Looked horrible. I, I, I said it a little bit last pod. I don't know if it's going to be the addition of Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney on the other side that it will help him out. I do believe that it will help. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you're barking and everything. You got dogs named after you. Come on, Perrion. Come I mean, on. He's, he's proven so far to be unplayable against the run. I mean, he's basically been unplayable against the run. Yeah. He has to, yeah. He's only a pass rusher. I mean, he got blown. He gets blown five, six, seven yards off the ball on a run play. Jeff, Jeff says Winfrey's all bark, no bite. That, that's Very exactly so true. far. So far, I'm so not gonna. So I'm far. not gonna put that label on him. But the dude came out. I mean, we were all hot. Let's be real. We all thought we had a dominant pass rusher when we drafted him because he came out. I'm a dog in that DMX voice. Just <laughs> we, yeah, exactly. We all gonna, thought but, he was getting this certified dog. And you know, and again, once again, I just, I really sometimes. On certain players, for certain players, you can say preseason doesn't matter. And I had my little rant uh, uh, last show before. But I think when it comes to right now, you're playing in preseason games as Perry on Winfrey. You're playing in preseason games against linemen who want to probably make trying to team or trying to show up or trying to get better or trying to prove themselves. So if you can't do anything against them who are trying their absolute 100% hardest to make the football team, it's a little mm-hmm. bit concerning if you're going to do it against somebody who's played, paid multi-million dollars and is a starter or the offensive lineman. And, you know, I, I think that it's a little bit concerning that I haven't seen mm-hmm. more flashes. So this is an opportunity going against Chicago on Saturday night. It's yeah. an opportunity, yeah, especially sure. playing at home. So get pumped up. Get pumped. Let's go. What do you think? What do you think, Matt? What do you think? Who's your guy? <laughs> Bam, Maddie's <laughs> cheap. Uh, We're already banning him. Um, I guess my controversial comments last night about um Isaac Rochelle's wife are still uh um hanging angry in the uh in the Zach household. Wait, uh, what'd you say about Isaac Rochelle? I said uh 
So I guess his wife is like some sort of TikTok star, uh, Allison. Kush yeah, they, they, I, I actually, funny story, I actually followed Isaiah Rochelle before he even got to me. Too, I had man. no idea me too. Was. I was following him on TikTok because he's, him and his wife are hilarious and I didn't know. But yeah, so go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So I had no idea who this girl was. Like, I'd never heard of her. I'm not really on the TikTok. So, yeah. like, I went through her TikTok last night and I actually still have it pulled up somehow. And I'm like going through and, like, I, what I said is, I was like, I just don't get what's so special about her. I was like, she looks like your standard issue blonde sorority girl. So that offended some. That offended some people. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> we're gonna have to take that. We're gonna have to take that off sh- off show, and we're gonna talk about that because yeah, I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what's going on. I want to know. We, we got to rethink this new edition. Uh, <laughs> who, who do you? So what? So what? So who's that? Who's that guy? Who's that? Who, what's that name that you're looking for a big splash uh, this week, man? For the last. For me, week. it's I'm gonna stay on the defensive line. Tommy Togiai. Mm-hmm. I thought he, he, I thought he had some flashes last year. Like in the first couple of drives of the Patriots game last year, he had a couple of nice run stops. He had a couple of nice appearances here and there. I really want to see this great defensive tackle we saw at Ohio State, who gave Clemson's offensive line fits in the twenty twenty Super Bowl. That's what I. That's who I want to see. It's Tommy yeah. Togiai. That's the guy I was real excited about. Yeah, I, and, and I think that was just the. Uh, I think all of us were, especially being kind of like Ohio State people, not not Christian because he's Kentucky, but Kentucky. but uh, Wildcats Kentucky. But again, it was a rookie season last year, and I think yeah. that I I don't know. I think we want a little bit more from him just because he's an Ohio State product, right. and we've been watching him for a while. So that's probably right. where my passion for Tommy Togi yeah. comes from. Well, um, Jordy Elliott, same thing. So I see. I was big on Tommy Togi too. I mean, I thought we was gonna have to pick him in the third because, like, I mean, I, I mean. I Watch Ohio State here and there. Right. I mean, I, I watched a lot of ball. Um, right. And I mean, I saw him. He he was eating in college. Like it was a he's a dog. And then came in last year. You really didn't see. He didn't get a lot of playing time. But when he did, you really didn't see much. And but like you said, I'd like to see stuff out of him. But the guy I need to ball out and just reassure me that he can ball. Anthony Schwartz. Wow. Yeah, I'm wow. Gonna say, dude, he's got to. The hope that kills you, man. It's the hope that kills you. I know, you. man. Like, I had such high hopes. Like, you can ask Manny. Like, this whole offseason, I was like, we got – Schwartz is going to ball out. He's going to yeah. prove. And then first game, man, like two drops right off the bat. And I'm like, dang. And then, man, it just I, – I just wanted to be so good. I just, I just need to see it, you know, just reassurance. It's good to see the flashes. We've not saw the flash have some flashes yet. Yeah, and and I want to see him be able to. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. I don't know if it's mental. I don't know if it's, it's afraid of 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 getting hit. Um, but I, I just want to. <laughs> Josh said he's he's officially the 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 president of the. Magic Let's Kanko. go, baby. Um, I, I I don't know exactly what it is, but. It might be a mental thing. It might it might be a mental thing. Um, but again, I just think is he trying to do too much? I don't know. But um, I think I want to see a lot from him. Also, Corey Bohorquez, our punter. I kind of I just want some good punter play. Like seriously, <laughs> like 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 see, like. Dude, he kicked pretty good last game. Yeah, and I, I for me, I want to see it like consistently during the season. Jamie Gillen left a bad taste in my mouth, especially week one, Kansas City. Fumbling, fumbling snaps and such like that. We need you to hold on to the to the ball. Um, but I think, again, hey, 
I want to see really good uh, 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 punts, consistent punts moving forward in the regular season. So uh, might just get this uh, stitch fix and then get this uh, name on the back of this jersey. So, yes, sir. I feel that. So, weird question. Just just popped in my head. If you could go back in time and buy one jersey that you don't see anywhere from a former Browns player, who would it be? Hmm. From a current or former Brown? Player? The former Brown, like, like you can't even find their former jersey. Like it's it's a rare find. I got a good one. Let's hear it. Uh this he was a guy. He was one of my guys. I was super angry when Dorsey caught him and didn't bring him back. Uh Brian Body Calhoun. Whoa! Brian Body Calhoun, dude. Hey. <laughs> He was, he was a, a dog. He really was, man. Uh, what about you, Manny? I want to – I've always – and weirdly – You can't say Jacoby. That, no, 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 I will not say Guys, I, I have those <laughs> already. They're game-worn game, game worn, um, <laughs> because I literally am wearing them in, in the games. But I think <laughs> – I think that that I've always weirdly wanted a Brady Quinn jersey. I've always wanted a Brady Quinn jersey, and I can't find a Brady Quinn jersey anywhere. And it's crazy because he's a quarterback. Like I, like I, I just can't find one. The one, the hey. orange one that's really glossy, the mesh. Oh one. yeah, that's what I'm talking just about. Come to, just come to a Goodwill in Northeast Ohio, and I can find you four of them. I really? need one. I need Every one. Maddie G, that is your that is your initiation. Uh, you got to go find Manny a Brady Quinn orange jersey at a local Goodwill. And send it yes, down. yes, please. That please, is your please new initiation. Please do. I, do. I, I've uh, always been a weird, a weirdly, this is a fun fact of myself, but very weirdly, week one of the college football season for Ohio State is going to be very weird for me because I've always liked, like, not even liked, loved two football teams in college, and that's the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I have no idea why. I think I gravitated to them when I was younger with those gold helmets. Uh, and, and Brady Quinn, I don't know, but I I personally loved it, so that's why Brady Quinn is just kind of, you know, I need I need that jersey. So if you go to a thrift store, Matt, I, I will pay. I promise you, I, I will I will Venmo you. <laughs> I got you. I got I got you. Yeah. So one guy's jersey that I if I could go back and just buy that you can't find anywhere, Miles Austin. Miles Austin. That's choice. Last trade that kidney uh, diving for that first down in Buffalo on Johnny's first drive. I think it was a kidney he last traded, wasn't it? I think it was a kidney. Yeah. I think it was a kidney. I think that it was a kidney. Yeah. I think I, I, I'm almost positive that it was a kidney. Yeah. It, actually, it'd be either him or Trent Richardson. <laughs> Dude, I was like, <laughs> I was the biggest Trent Richardson fan. I was only like 12, 11 and 12, like kind of split the year. I right so when he was a Dude, so I was you didn't like that pick. You didn't I like was that pick. Hated him. You know who I wanted? It's weird. I have a thing for receivers with drug problems. I wanted Justin Blackman that year, and then you could argue that my all-time favorite Browns player of all time is Josh Gordon. I don't know what it is. I just have a thing for receivers with drug problems. I don't get it. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> I you know you know what would be an awesome jersey to have a Terrell Pryor jersey. I was oh. this close. I saw one out in the wild at the preseason game. I saw like two of them. An 11 really? year jersey. Yeah, no, I almost 
Um, I almost, almost copped one in 2016, and I decided not to. And I regret it because I'm, like, still angry they didn't bring back Pryor. Dude, oh, I remember wow. that. I think everybody was angry we didn't bring back Pryor on that huge deal. But in the long run, it was a very smart move. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a quarterback who turned into a wide receiver. In the he, was NFL, good. Which is, he was on my fantasy but, team that year. He was my number. He was my wide receiver, too, for that season. It, I mean, for for fantasy for fantasy, if he throws touchdowns, he gets he gets points, right? PPR yeah. He gets yeah. Receiving. Well, I mean, wow. he would he would run and he would p- take snaps at quarterback too. Sometimes yeah, like the Miami game. game. Yeah, that's what you're saying. He had like he had like a hundred yards receiving, fifty yards rushing, and fifty yards uh, passing. Yeah, like yeah, that he, game was crazy. Yeah, was <gasps> you guys remember Charlie Whitehurst? Clipboard Jesus. Yeah, it was Clipboard Jesus. To Connor Hamlet, I think it was that tight end in the um, back of the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that year was wild, man. That, whole that year was, was a wild. You know, I slight slight change of subject. I just it, it just dawned on me because I I have the for some weird reason I have the Jets uh, depth chart picked up because I, I was obviously with that Denzel Mims uh, news breaking and I just looked at it and I realized I was talking to some random fan in the in the Twitter spaces. And uh, no, listening in, and they were talking about going through the Brown schedule the first four weeks. And I haven't even been able to like talk to you about this, Matt. But like those first four games, they actually had the Jets and the Panthers beating the Browns, so starting zero and two. I just, I, I kind of really want to talk to you about that because uh, I haven't been able to get your your thoughts um, exactly looking at the schedule because I know it's it, it goes Panthers, Jets, Steelers, and then the Falcons, and obviously Chargers and Patriots and. Uh, so on and so forth with the Ravens and, and, and Bengals. But I think I don't understand exactly why. And I'm trying to take my Cleveland Brown goggles off. Is there any possibility that the Browns don't go like or go worse than three and one in that first four games? Like I like I can see two and two. I could absolutely see two and two. Who, I who would me. the second loss be to? I'd say Pittsburgh and Carolina. Because mm. that that Carolina game is, I think, I, I hate. That's going to be a hard game to win. The curious thing is, is like, I don't want. I, I think that is like, out of all of the Week One games us as Browns fans have had since '99, that's probably the most important because I think, however, that game goes is going to tell you how the season's going to go. They have to win that game, but at the same time, Carolina's got a very, very good defense. Two great young corners in C.J. Henderson and J.C. Horn. They got Brian Burns, a good pass rusher. Derek Brown, very good young defensive tackle. They got some guys on that team. That defense is going to give the Browns offense some fits, especially with no Watson. And I'll tell you right now, my biggest concern for that game offensively is not Baker or D.J. Moore. It's Christian McCaffrey. Mm. That's a test for Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. Because Christian McCaffrey is a beast out of the backfield catching those little swing passes. That's a trap game, man. And if the Browns aren't aren't prepared, I could very I mean, they're they're dogs in that game. I mean, it's a point, they're dogs by a point. It's basically a pick 'em. And the Steelers, Mike Tomlin doesn't lose. I mean, that's gonna be like I said uh, last time on Faithful Dogs podcast. My prediction for that Steelers game, whatever defense scores in that game is gonna be the team who wins. One mm. of those teams is gonna have to score. And, and 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 to be completely honest, to pick like to piggyback off of what you're saying about Pittsburgh, because once again, I've been watching a little bit more Pittsburgh preseason than I would like to admit. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think headband is a W. That's so that's so facts. I love the headband. But uh, Kenny Pickett, he looks Kenny good. Pick, Kenny Pickett looks good. 
he's making it's good, really like, concerning. I mean, he's making good decisions. Like, I mean, like I get like he's not gonna like he reminds me a lot of uh Alex Smith. I think he's the next Ooh. Alex Smith. But keep in mind, like Alex Smith, I mean, he led teams to he led teams to 11, 12, 13 win seasons. He's a good quarterback. Consistently. Kenny Pickett, you know, he has as many incompletions as he does touchdown passes. He's making smart decisions. Kenny Pickett, he worries me a little bit, and he's older. He's more experienced. I think that it'll be interesting. We haven't seen him against NFL pass rushers. He has yet to have guys like Miles and Clowney coming at him, but he looks good. I don't know, man. I I actually would like the Browns' chances more against Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, than I would against Pickett. I'll, I'll put it out there right now. And especially adding in George Pickens, but uh, because he looks amazing as well. I wanted Pickens but so bad in that second round, man. So badly. So badly. I think I he'll – I'll have your my Manny G hot take of the day. I think George Pickens is going to end up as the best player out of the 2022 NFL draft. Wow. The entire draft? Entire draft. That's hot. Sauce Gardner and you know. I, I Sauce Gardner, he's going to the Jets. And I can tell you, uh, my sister went to University of Cincinnati, so I followed UC football, hate watched him because I hate the University of Cincinnati. Sauce mm. Gardner really, I mean, he had issues with Jamison Williams in that uh in the cotton bowl. I mean, he didn't really play that many great def- that great offensive receivers because most of the guys in the AAC, like the biggest like difference I would say is pure size. He never really faced guys who are north of six foot. So, like, mm. I think you're about to see him get tortured against some of the matchups he has coming up. So, it's a guy I don't really like. Kayvon Thibodeau is the only guy I would say challenges George Pickens. But if you look at this guy, he's insane. He was the best receiver in college football before he tore his Achilles. Yeah. This guy was yeah. a top 10 prospect before he tore his, I'm sorry, hamstring. I yeah. love Pickens. And the Steelers are a wide receiver factory at this point. With talent, I, I'll tell you right now, I can see Pickens making the Pro Bowl as soon as this year. Wow, I think wow. he could be this year's George Pickens. I mean, this year's Jamar Chase, excuse me. Who, yeah. by the way, I think Jamar Chase is about to fall back to earth, but that's a whole other story. Yep. Yeah, oh no, oh no, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I, I completely receive that. And, and, and to touch on it again, because Bengals fans just continue, continue to think that just because of what happened last year is going to carry over into this year when you have a harder schedule, everybody has more tape on you. Finally, you get the full season of tape with Joe with Joe Burrow, and that whole college connection won't be the same. It won't be the same. You're going to get everybody's best because you were in the Super Bowl and because you were talking so much. And so I think a thing many of the people aren't talking about: Jamar Chase primarily faced single coverage. He hasn't got, yes. he hasn't gotten that safety help yet. Once he gets that safety help, that is gonna that, that's gonna be very very interesting uh, to me to see. You know, I I don't like it. You guys are praising these AFC North teams way too much, and I don't like it one bit. <laughs> Okay, let me just remind you who we got on defense. We've got the warden, mm-hmm. the next lockdown corner in the NFL, Greg Newsom. Mm-hmm. JJ three. You're forgetting somebody. Oh, I'm I'm just gonna keep continuing. I'm gonna. Where's my boy, that. baby Jalen Ramsey, Martin Emerson, <laughs> buddy? I was gonna baby get to Ramsey. him. Dude, he's a dog. He's a dog. I love Emerson. Yeah. All right, let me let me just give you guys the KFC certified dog of the week. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. Ready yeah. for this? Let's get yes, it. Sir. It is Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom, dude, I'm telling you, this guy is going to be a top seven corner in the NFL. Mm, top seven. Top seven. I could see that. 
because he, looked, he was great last year. Because he, he was amazing last year, but his I, rookie season was completely overlooked. How good he was! Just because I mean Denzel had a great year too. I think he kind of got overshadowed, but I think this year it's just going to be like, okay, you're throwing against two number one cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Like you ain't going to yeah. have your one and your two. You're going to have two number ones. Martin Emerson is going to be your technical number two corner because and, you're going to have two ones. And you know what's also what gets me kind of like, I'm kind of smirking. I'm kind of smiling right now. You want to know why? And the why? reason being is because if Denzel Ward picks up his game and doesn't have a slow start like he did last season because it wasn't until the middle of the season where I said, take him up his warden name because I've been the beginning of the season. I had no idea where Denzel Ward was. If Denzel Ward comes out and has a, a pretty strong campaign in the beginning of the season and helping out Greg Newsom, man, oh man, lockdown on the lake. Are we talking about it? Grant Delpit as well? Martin Emerson? I mean, this AJ is insane. Green. AJ greedy. It's greedy. It's greedy. Be and you know Greedy's going to be playing his like, his mind out because he knows that if he plays really well, he's going to get a big contract somewhere else because the Browns certainly no aren't going to him. And he's going to have to play greedy. He's going to have to stay healthy too. He's going to have to stay yeah. healthy. That's what I really want from Greedy Williams. He's going to have to stay healthy. So I, I, this is amazing. I am I am I am pumped up. I do believe still that X team, like I said before on the show, uh, when it comes to going back to the schedule that we were talking about, when it comes to X team versus the X player, typically mm-hmm. in football, the X team wins just because again that defense knows exactly what he's looking at with Baker Mayfield. Uh, that offense, you know, offensive coordinators know his weaknesses, know all the plays that they had to had to adjust last year and say, hey, well, let's put him in that situation again. So he can play with that chip on his shoulder all he wants. But if he's throwing the ball 100 miles per hour and going through DJ Moore's hands, all right, whatever. So uh, I think that I think See, that the X team's going to win there. So I think, I mean, I understand, like, Baker has that fire in him. He, I mean, he does. He's a very passionate person. We know that. Oh, yeah. But this defense, they are, like, they are hyped. Like, you can tell they are hot for this week one game. They'll say that. They'll keep it professional. But you know it's in that locker room. You know JOK. You know all them boys are ready for this week. Because, you know. The hate is strong in them for Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. Like, they ain't going to come out and publicly say that. But you could see it. You, You know it. You know that it's a thing. Because, again, just because of the way the frustration. I believe there was frustration in the locker room for a lot of players. Because, again, if you're sitting on the sideline and you uh-huh. are, are, are creating four interceptions, I'm not going to say anything, but four interceptions versus one Baltimore Ravens, and you keep going back to the sideline hoping that your offense is going to do something, and they do absolutely nothing, it's a little bit frustrating. It's a little bit frustrating. So I think that in this situation, they're going to try to put the pressure on. They're going to put the pressure on. Oh, yeah. So, I, I just that's why I'm saying I just don't understand why people think, oh, Baker Mayfield's gonna go off, he's gonna be Joe Montana, he's gonna go crazy. This isn't the NBA. You're what you're you're not well, one player out of five. Oh, right. Well, the Browns luck though. You gotta think that oh, that okay. is a All huge right. well, factor depends. into it. <laughs> but you know, that I, it ain't even that. Like this Carolina O line. They I mean, people are like, oh, it upgraded. Yeah, they got they got Austin Corbett in free agency. They got that uh one guy I don't like to pronounce his name because I always botch it real bad. That rookie. Um, then they picked up Bozeman. Yeah, Quanu. And then they oh, picked oh, up Bozeman. Yeah, 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 yeah. They picked up Bozeman, and then they got Taylor Morton on the right side. 
Like, I mean, it's an okay offensive line, but when you've got your first game of your career and you're going against Miles Garrett, it's it, it's. I hope I know they're going to like triple team Miles, but man, if these D tackles can do what we think they can do in pe- the pass rush, we might he's get ten going, sacks week one. He uh, and honestly, that's why that's why I'm saying okay. I, I don't see a situation where – and that's why I'm saying the spread. You talked about the spread already, Matt, mm-hmm. at one point. I, I don't exactly understand the hype. I think people want it there to be hype. And when you're talking to other fan bases – and like I said before, I was I, I was talking to a lot of, of Philly fans down here, and they're saying, you know, oh, he's going to have a vengeance. He's going to have this or the other. They, look, look, that, that does not work. It's a great storyline. It's fantastic for football, but that's not how it works in the NFL. Uh, so I think that I'm not very worried about the Panthers, not very worried about the Jets, especially with Zach Wilson going down because there won't be any Zach Wilson. There'll be some Joe Flacco action week two. Uh, Pittsburgh is my number one concern, and I'm not even going to talk about Atlanta because as much as I love Desmond Ritter and want him to do well, seriously, seriously, I really want him to do well. I seriously do. He's not, no, he's not even in our conference. And he's I, trash, so that, man. He's not I, good. Listen, he's listen, hey, Drake, he, he's got Drake London. He's, trash. he's got Drake London, Kyle, he's Kyle Pitts. He's not it's, good. Uh, Cordell Dude, Patterson. Let's be real. Let's be real, Manny. They're going to win like two to three games this year. Maybe that's true. But I, I think <laughs> we, we, didn't talk about, we didn't talk about how many games they're winning. I, I'm talking about individual play, okay? He'll be better than Marcus Mariota. He'll be better than Marcus Mariota. Yeah. But so, so, you know, I think, yeah, come on. Come, right. Give me that. It's, uh, see, it's, it's, it's the bias. It's the bias, nah, Maddie. See, okay, I see the okay. Bias written all over your nope. face with that okay. university. Hear me out. Hear Don't me out. It's you a turf got... tape. He doesn't like the turf tape on his elbows. That's what he doesn't like. I see it written all over hear, your face. Hear me out. Marcus Mariota is a dog. He's got. He kind of just got with his feet. He's a dog. Give him the tone He's got a decent arm. He's got a decent arm. It's not the best. It's not the worst. But he, it's okay. Still crazy to think about that we were legitimately having conversations about Marcus Mariota being the starter this year. <laughs> that like, dude, like those three days after Watson said, "Hey, like I'm not interested." That was like an all time low as a Browns fan. Like all time low. Like, Bro, we really were like, like Jimmy G was the best case scenario. <laughs> like, it it like, was. Well, Everybody was gone. No, because Matt Ryan had just got traded to the Colts. Exactly. We were all like, no. okay, he could. Matty guys. I was like, I like him at Boston College. Carson like, got traded. Uh, who else? Russell yeah. Wilson signed with somebody. Well, that was he got traded said. to Denver. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers re-signed. I was like, signed And then, and then Baker comes out. Then, yes. And then Baker comes out and he's like, I'm not playing for the Browns. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you, had, you had no choice. He was still under contract, Baker Mayfield. I, I don't want to go on a rant because it's, it's over. It's com- He's on a completely different team. But it was right. so weird to me in my head because I'm like, can't the Browns just say what they're saying to Kareem Hunt right now? Like, uh, no. No, you can't have a trade. No. Like, you're under contract. You're, play. It, it's your last. And for Baker's situation, it was his last uh, season on his contract. So, like, he was going to be a, a UFA afterward. Uh, un- uh, that's why I said UFA because I can't even say it. But like, it like, come, free agent. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like I don't understand what the problem was. But anyway, I it, it's it's weird. That's yeah. weird. that whole situation is weird. Okay, but one last question before we end this thing. All right, if you if you were Andrew Barry, what is one move 
trade free agent signing that you would make before the season? Go after – I said it already. Go after Denzel Mims. It ju- just popped up, fell into your lap right now. You know what I mean? Especially with the Mike Woods injury. Uh, you know, Jakeem Grant, you can't even use him in the wide receiver room, even if you really wanted to, although he was a special teams player. But, right. I, again, you, like, you don't want to play Amari, play Amari Cooper too much. You need somebody on the opposite side of Amari Cooper. And why not get Denzel Mims, a younger guy, you know, get him on still in his rookie deal, trade for him, bring him in, you know, I, trade Dearness Johnson over there. You were going to do it anyway. So I, I think I think Denzel Mims, go after Denzel Mims and uh, uh, get some more meat some more continuity in that uh, uh, wide receiver room. If it's me, I'm calling the Washington Commanders, and I'm offering Kareem Hunt a third this year and a second next year for Jonathan Allen. Really? See, I thought you were going to say Tarek McLaurin with all that. All that. With, yeah. all, with all that. See, you're all right. John I think or something. if I'm calling the commanders, because this is, I thought me and you about to say the same person. Logan Thomas? No. No, Darren he Payne. Boy, he wants his boy Payne. Dude, because uh, he's on the last year of his contract. He's wanting to, like, he, I don't know if he's wanting the bag, but he, I mean, they're saying Redskins or the commanders pretty much said that they are not going to pay him. So, because I mean, they've got all that talent at D tackle. So why would you pay your third guy? when you've got two guys that you're playing over him. So I'd call them and be like, hey, we'll give you like a fourth or a fifth. Uh, I mean. I mean, I I, 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 I want mean, one of the most of – I would want – Jonathan Allen had nine sacks last year. I want a guy who can be a pillar of this defense going forward. Jonathan Allen's only – he's only 27. He'll be tw- – yeah, he'll be 20. He's 20 – he just turned 27. That's a guy you can have on this defensive line for another five years. And I get, Kareem Hunt's not going to be back next year. Okay, I would probably take that down. I would only offer the third. I think that okay. gets it okay. because of the depth that they okay. have. I think Kareem Hunt in the third for Jonathan Allen makes us a better ball club. I just don't see how you can. I know you like Darren Payne, KFC, and I think Darren Payne's a good I just player. think you can get him for a cheaper price. Yeah, but what's know? the point of making the deal and giving up an asset for a guy who's not going to be here next year? This isn't two years ago in 2020 when we had mid-round picks to spare. At this point with the Watson deal, if you want to move up, you need those mid-round picks. I would rather give up the third in Kareem Hunt for a guy that I know can fill that need for four or five years going forward. And he was a Pro Bowler last year. Yeah. that's You, you know, it's crazy. I don't, I don't want to, you know, put down either of your ideas, but you guys are going on the defensive side of the ball, which I, clearly I thought you were going to say somebody in the wide receiver room. I just – I have no idea who is catching the football. I don't – like, it's crazy. Well, okay, me. okay. So okay. I started – I Do you want my crazy, crazy trade that I Go was ahead. thinking the other Let's day? My crazy, crazy trade? I don't know if this is going to happen, but I think it's worth a call. I would call and offer Kareem my second next year and my second this year for Chris Godwin. Because hold on, hold on. You don't know how much longer they're going to have Brady for. He's probably not going to be back past this season. Tampa no, 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 yeah. Russell Gage is a solid receiver. They got Scotty Miller. They have Mike Evans. They don't want to pay both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin when you don't have Tom Brady. I just well, gave you, you bum bringing in, yeah. Their bell, your bell cow running back that they do not have. Leonard Fournette's a solid running back, but you can't sit here and tell me that 
Kareem Hunt's not better than Leonard Fournette. I yeah, gave you Fournette two draft good. assets that you can go and move up in this draft to go get your guy for next year. And Chris mm-hmm. Godwin's not going to be back till the middle of the season. So if they're looking to win right now, which they are, Godwin doesn't really help them. If you think about wow. it, some sense there. you've got to tweet that. I love that idea. I absolutely love that idea. And I, I think, how old is Godwin? Godwin's 26, 26 27. So. Um, we can look that, but, but I, I absolutely love that idea because it gives you another just weapon. Just turned 26. I just turned 26. It gives mm-hmm. you another weapon across from Amari Cooper. Oh, unless he's also, under contract. Plus, oh. he's he under is. contract. Plus, he's on the contract. And honestly, I don't want, I need one. Well, how more would that? Hybrid- how would that like long term like that probably next year would be a horrible contract? No, it's worth three. It's a three year, sixty million dollar deal. Only forty million of that's guaranteed, Christian. There's a lot AB can do with that. He can stretch that yeah. million across a few years. That's a very workable contract. And if you look at the Buccaneers, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not like having a high pay, having a high price guy. Like Chris Godwin doesn't make sense going forward. They're not yeah. going to get rid of Mike Evans. He's Mr. Consistent. He's been their leader. He's been the face of the franchise. I mean, he's had a thousand yards. I want to say, hasn't Mike Evans had a thousand yards every season he's been in the NFL or pretty darn yep. close to it? Yep. They're yeah. not trading Mike Evans, but I think Chris Godwin's up for grabs. And remember, the Browns were interested in him, and there was mutual yes, interest. Yes, they were. Yes, they Before were. Free agency, there was mutual interest before well, that tag was placed. Let's let's just start the hop. Just go ahead. We'll we'll back you up. We'll start the hop, Chris Godwin. And, 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 and again, a lot of people are probably gonna say, you know, hey, Kareem Hunt, we need him right now for 11 games. The game's gonna be really run heavy. Honestly, even if you send away Kareem Hunt, after 11 games, you're getting Deshaun Watson. Now imagine having minus Kareem Hunt, but then you bring in Chris Godwin at week 12. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or week 13. So it's like, and, yeah. you get yeah, Godwin and Watson at week 13. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, week 13. So it's like, so. I, I think for a trade out of Kareem Hunt, which you won't even need him at that point. And if you end up, oh, you know, what if we're, you know, what if we're bad for 11 games and we're bad and then we just yeah. get a better draft pick? So <laughs> you want to hear my, my take on, you want to hear my take on why we haven't got a receiver just yet? What is that? Why? If you notice, Watson and Brissett, they both love tight ends. Yeah, that is true. They do. That is I mean, true. Watson that is true. I will say, I don't think Harrison Bryant's it. I think a guy to watch is O.J. Howard I'm in Buffalo. He hasn't done great there. There was some. I read an article today that they might look to flip him for a late-round asset yeah. if he's not going to get playing time there. But, no, I'm telling but, you, and this is something I might get canceled for, for saying it. Um, I don't think this is the Browns' year. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that with everything going forward – I think the, I'd be happy with an eight or nine win season. All right. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think you have, I, like, I know like this is uh, this is the analyst in me coming out, the accountant in me, you have to plan for 2023 and beyond. And if you can buy assets for 2023 and on at a discount, I think you have to do it Pay yeah. for life. Well, uh, on that note, I think we should wrap this episode. Cause I don't really, <laughs> we're going to have to have a serious talk with him, Manny. I have to share you going, Maddie G. I, I but did, but. Maddie G. It's your it debut, is, baby. Great episode, boys. Great episode, bro. And uh, go Browns. Go, go Browns. Browns, baby. Go Browns.